Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. This is the Unfiltered Entrepreneur. My name is Ashley Pollard. Here you will find business tips, entrepreneurial advice, and an honest account of mistakes I make along the way. I will also have some friends along for the ride who can add in their own experience, obstacles, and what we can all learn from each other. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely road, but not in my circle. We are all in this together. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of The Unfiltered Entrepreneur. I'm Ashley Pollard, and I conducted a survey today on my Instagram stories asking about what topics I should talk about on the podcast. And I got so... I got more votes on these polls than I think I have on any poll I've done in a long time. So this is kind of interesting, but the one that actually got the most attention was the systems that we use to run the business. So I'm here to talk about four different systems that I think are super important to integrate into your business. One that has to do with clients, one that has to do with sales, one that has to do with marketing, and one about kind of like organization. But the thing that I want you to understand before I dive into this is that I want all of us to be better absorbers of content. I want us to be better differentiators, said that weird, but differentiators of what we are hearing from people. Why I bring this up is because I am telling you my way of trial and error. Now, granted, I got to my way from listening to podcasts, from watching webinars, from downloading free things, from watching YouTube videos, and by testing other people's ways until I kind of like took a little piece of all of them and made my own. The reason that I bring this up is because a lot of times we are following people who are not speaking to us. And then we take their advice and we wonder why it doesn't work. So before I dive into the systems that run my business, I need to be very clear about the business I'm running. I am running a digital education platform as well as a resource shop and a marketing agency. Outside of the fact that I also have my product-based business, we have fast-forward productions, you get what I mean. But generally speaking, if you're in Team AP space, this is an educational platform with one-to-one services, group programs, a membership, and a digital resource shop. That is the business that I need to support. That is the business that I need to build for. And there will be things in here that you might think, wow, there's no way that could work in my business. And what I want the follow-up response to be is, either one of three things. One, that won't work in my business because of my preferences, my lifestyle, my business model, or that won't work in my business because I've never tried that. I wonder if it could. Or the third one, which I think is the most important one, is like we don't have the same business. I kind of said that with the first one, the business model. But the thing is like, if we have different preferences, this won't work. That's it. I want to work really hard. I want to hustle and I want to move really fast. That's my preference. So if you listen to these things and you think I'm not doing something right or I'm not moving fast enough, just know that it's okay to move slower than me. It's okay to move slower than other people. It's okay to move faster. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to do things messy. It's okay to do things with strategy. And when you're listening to podcasts and when you're listening to different pieces of advice, I need you to understand that you are collecting facts. You are collecting opinions and it is up to you 
to decide if it works within your business. I think it's really important that I mention that before I tell you how I run my business, because what won't work is if you have a fully agency model, a massive full-time team of people, a product-based business, there's many different things that just won't work perfectly with what I do. Now that doesn't mean tune out. There's definitely something you can learn from this, but I also want us to just be better absorbers of content. So I wanted to say that before we dive in. Okay. The four different systems that I told you that I'm going through, I have my notes here, are clients, sales, marketing, and team organization. Before I dive in here, the trick to having strong systems in your business is that the more you get out of your head, the more you get onto a digital platform, the more success you will have, the more successful your team will be. And what I mean by that is that everything you're trapping up here needs to be systemized. It has to have a system, a process attached to it. My brain can't be the only place that knows that that particular lead is interested in a call. We have to have that documented somewhere. My brain can't be the only place that knows that a certain price is $1,197 and it's going up to $1,597 April 1st of 2023. I have to log that places. So a lot of what I'm doing is not necessarily like creating things out of thin air. It's taking everything that I trap in my brain and putting it into a digital platform. When you place it all into an organized and compiled database, as if your boss is requiring you to do so, or you could lose your job, you will start to think about systems different. Because when I was working in corporate, I would have gotten fired if I didn't follow the systems that they had in place. Now, I don't want you to have that looming over your head where you're like, I'm going to get fired. No. No, but you have to take it seriously. You have to be the boss and the employee in your business, which means you have to stay organized or your boss will be livid. As well as the fact that if you have a team, it will definitely be supportive to them. The more successful you will be is almost fully based on how much you trap in your brain. So we want to get that out. The first thing that I built when I was systematizing my business was I built this products and services database. To this day, one of the most beautiful things I've ever created in Airtable, chef's kiss. I love it. Basically what I did in this space was every single service that I offer, every single product that I offer, everything I've ever sold has a line item in this base. And it tells me what is the price? What has the price all ever been? If the price increases, when? If there's different tiers to that service, what does that look like? If there's a sales page, the link is there. If there's sales page copy, the copy is there. The contract is there any graphics associated with that resource or graphics associated with that service are all in that particular line item. I also have it outlined as what is live, what is pending, what is archived, what is coming soon, so that everything is very clear. If you joined my business today, you would be able to confidently speak to every single product and service that I offer because nothing is trapped in my head. Everything is in this Airtable base. And the reason for that is because I need anyone in my business to be able to confidently speak to any product and service. For instance, let's say I'm out of commission. I get really sick and I'm dead on the couch, right? And I'm like, I want to, I still want to sell this service. I told myself I was going to sell strategy intensive calls for $7.97 and I want somebody on the team to send an email about it. I can say, Hey, can someone send an email about the strategy intensive today? That's all I have to say. They can now go into this database and say, here's the approved images here's the approved copy, here's the sales page link, here's the price, 
and they can send that email out because they have everything all in one place. There's no digging. There's no wondering, hey, Ashley, what's the price? Or, hey, Ashley, what's the link for it? Or, hey, Ashley, what about this? Or what about this? What's included? Everything is there. If there's ever a change, we update the database. If there's anything added, we update the database. Nothing gets deleted because we always want to know about archived. Hey, what was that thing we ran last year? Oh, right. Inward, onward, upward. What was included? What was that like? What was the outline? Everything saved. Everything in one place. Everything where anyone on the team can access this. Now, the reason that I love doing this in a system like Airtable, and you can use ClickUp or Trello or Asana. Obviously, I'm an Airtable girl. I think it's way better than any of the systems, but that's just personal preference. The reason that I love Airtable for this and most project management systems is that we regularly use the last modified date. And what's nice about that is that I can go in there and say, hey, wait, we haven't updated this product in a year Maybe it's time that we go in and assess that because not only, and this is where we get crazy, not only is there a line item for every single product and service, there's a second tab of resources. Every Google Drive link to every exercise, every training video, every webinar, every download, anything I've ever created in history, every training I've ever recorded in history lives in this resources tab. So if I wanted to put together a course, I could go into that products and services base and select, I want this download, this download, this download, this training, and this training. Here's the price. Here's the copy. Here's the terms and conditions hey, tag someone on my team, can we set this up as a new product starting on Tuesday so that I can see all of the resources that we have in there. And if I go in and I notice the last modified date of something is March 2020, we have to update that. And I'm going to change the status of that to needs to be updated. We also have some automations that if something hasn't been updated in the past eight months, it will automatically trigger to say, needs updated. And so every once in a while, I'll go in there and I'll take a look and maybe I'll say, no, it's actually fine. I'm going to change it back to live. Or maybe I'll say, wow, we really have to prioritize redoing that, which is why right now we're in the process of re-recording all of our Airtable trainings because I have learned so much about Airtable. I've changed the way that I use Airtable. I've made it better. I've made the experience better. So not only are we updating all the trainings, we're updating all of the templates as well. Don't worry if you bought it, you can already get access to those. You don't have to pay for another one. But that last modified date really keeps us on our toes, which is fantastic. We also can see who updated it. So for instance, if there's an update to a specific product or service, and we're not 100% sure like what that was, we can go in and look at the revision history, or we can ask that person, hey, what was this change that we made, which is great. The other thing that's amazing is that we can tag people if we do make updates. Hey guys, updated the price for April 1st at everyone on my team. This eliminates long meetings. It eliminates unnecessary Slack messages. It's just a quick, you're tagged, you're going to see it because we use Airtable all day. Just want to keep you informed. I'm the kind of person where I don't want to spend hours and hours and hours on Slack. I don't want to spend hours and hours and hours in Airtable, in meetings. I doubt my team does. I don't want my team to be stuck to a rigid nine to five if they don't have to. So for me, it's kind of nice to just be able to tap into each other every once in a while. The other thing that's great that we're building out with Airtable products and services is we're able to assign a column that says like bump offers or upsell offers or funnel prior to offer, right? So if it is my powerhouse toolkit, I could attach 
the prior to this offer as Airtable templates. Because when you buy the Airtable templates, you might be pushed to get the Powerhouse Toolkit or to join the doers because they're free in the doers and they're part of the Powerhouse Toolkit. So within there, we can see all the funnel buildouts as well. Not only is this product a standalone product, it's also the bump offer to this product and an upsell from this other product, which is really, really great. Like I said, anyone in my business can really, you can walk into my business tomorrow and see every one of my Airtable bases and know exactly how we're running it, which is phenomenal. And everybody knows how to speak to the product. So if you don't have a place that you're housing all of your products and services, I highly recommend you do it. That way, everyone on your team can speak the same language and everybody can grow with you and step in when needed. The second system we use is for client management. Obviously, client management is like top, top, top tier for us and very important, as you might assume. Now, for us, not only is client management making sure that our active clients are kept up to speed on things and that we understand what's important to them and that we have tabs on them, but client management is really for leads prior to signing contract. Once they're in our system, we're managing them via Slack, via calls, via Voxer support, however it is that we are brought on to support them. So we have many ways and many touch points of making sure that those people are nurtured. We don't necessarily have to do that with automations and with tech. We want to make sure that that comes together from a human to human touch. That's not to say that automations don't have a place with active clients. I think that's true. Obviously, active clients could have testimonial forms sent to them periodically if there's a retainer client or at the end of the service if it's a project client. But generally speaking, I want to talk about leads and potential business. So first and foremost, if somebody is interested in working with us, we have our onboarding form. One of the things that I force all of my clients to do is to eliminate multiple onboarding forms. You don't need that many. And if you have such different services, you either need to eliminate something or you probably need a second business. For instance, I haven't been very loud about this, but we have an entire second division of Team AP Consulting that is strictly for corporate marketing. We do email marketing, SMS marketing, but also social media marketing, branding, and it's called Dial Zero. And Dial Zero is its own separate entity because it's just too different. The contracts we're looking at in Dial Zero are like $100,000 contracts versus the contracts we're looking at in Team AP Consulting, which might be $2,500 for a VIP day or $797 for a call. So they're just different businesses. So if you notice that your onboarding forms are so vastly, and I mean vastly different from each other, step one is, can any of those questions be merged into something more general? And two, are you ready for a second division? Are you ready for a second business? And are you ready to manage them with the velocity that both take at the same time? So that's something that I would ask you first and foremost. I move everybody into the same onboarding form. You need generally the same information. An onboarding form, I mean like an intake form, anything that gets you information before you talk to them before they sign. Then whenever they set up a call, they're automatically now in my Airtable. They're probably already in my Airtable. My Airtable is updated when someone joins the email list, when someone signs up for a service, when somebody, you know, participates in a poll on Instagram, which is manual because I know you'll ask. But when people are participating with our business at all and raising their hand, quote unquote, which I can make another podcast about, or if you have a question, you can send in a voice question and I'll answer that. But 
Everything is in Airtable. I have my people in there where I can see them. So when someone sets up a call, I open up their client file in Airtable and I will take notes on them there. That is where everything lives around them. So if I have two intake forms and two separate discovery calls with you, maybe one year we do a VIP day, two years later, we're re-strategizing the growth of your now $100,000, $300,000, $500,000 business, then I am taking notes in the same space and I can easily refer back and say, wow, two years ago, you were telling me that you were making, you know, 5k a month. Where are we at now? Oh, 40k. Amazing. I love that for you. So it's really cool because I get all of their information in one place, but not even that I place all payments in Airtable. So on a month by month basis, I can see Jen signed up for the round table and she'll be paying this amount of money for the next year. So I have her in for January, February, March, da, 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 till December. Why I do that is because I can look to the day how much money we will be making on a day-to-day basis. It's not just she's paying in January, it's that she's paying January 3rd. And so I can look at the 3rd of January and see this person has a doer's recurring membership, this person has a call that they're making a second payment on, this person has a third payment for a, a VIP day, this person has a retainer payment coming through, whatever it is. I can look in every day, know exactly how much I'm making that day. That day I'm making $3,500. The next day I'm making $700. The next day I'm not making $1. The following day I'm making $5,000. So I can see on a day-to-day basis what's coming in and I look. I look every single day to see how much money I'm making. And I also look to see what didn't come through. So I know every single morning how much money I should be seeing coming through on Stripe and who it is. So I might say, okay, so I I know that I'm going to see something from Tiffany, Amy, and Ruby today. And if something comes in for Tiffany and Amy and nothing for the third or nothing for the fourth person, I'm going to think, okay, let's give it a few days, but I've clocked it. I know every day what our cash flow looks like. I can make better financial decisions. I know who we're getting paid from. I know how much, and I can better adjust our spending based on that. So I might say, what kind of grouping of payments are coming in at around $5,000, where I know from the third to the seventh, I have $5,000 coming in, I'm making this up. And on the seventh, I can make that $5,000 investment for me time or for whatever it is that we're doing. So I can kind of listen or pay attention to what's going on in my business. And I know exactly who is making what payment when, which is super helpful. It was a little manual to start. It's definitely a ton of zaps. If you want to do that, I highly recommend it. I'm a big automation nerd. I would definitely spend, you know, a lot of money on automation. So highly recommend. The other thing that we do is we log important dates in Airtable, birthdays, anniversaries. We ask for a client love questionnaire whenever we are starting work with someone. And so basically what we do on that client love form is we ask their love language. We ask for their address. We ask if they drink because I don't want to send champagne to someone if it's not something for them. What allergies they have. I don't want to send chocolate to someone who's allergic or flowers to someone who can't receive them. So I assemble this client love form. How can I show you love? How can I celebrate you at this time? Send this out to them. And all of that, again, gets tracked back to their file in Airtable, which is great. All of this is saved there. So we can even tag in what services you've done, when they were done, how much you've spent with us so we can see the people who have been most loyal to us and we can give them like a gift or we can celebrate them at the end of the year, thank them for how much business that they've brought us, even as an affiliate or as a client. So it's really helpful because we have this really great grasp 
on how every person in our space is participating with us. I can even go in and see, wow, the go-getters haven't bought a product or a service. I wonder if I'm not talking to them enough. I might also be able to go in and say, wow, powerhouses are all doing VIP days. I wonder if there's a service that I could offer that's a little bit more elevated because this may feel below them, maybe not below them, but this may feel like not enough service for them. So there's different things that I can take away from this lead tracker by studying everybody who is in this segment of the email is also not purchasing this thing. So maybe that's an opportunity or maybe it's a miss. So there's different ways that you can understand that information, but at least I can make decisions from a data perspective instead of flying by the seat of my pants. The third system I want to talk through is how we organize our sales and launch calendar. If you have been following me from, when did we go? I want to say November, 2022, depending on when you're listening to this, you will have seen that we together created six months of launches and content in a day. And people's feedback was, how? How is that humanly possible? And what's wild to you is that I could create six months of content for you in literally three hours. Like, no question I could do that. Now, granted, am I writing every word of copy? No, but like you would have everything you need because our systems are so strong here. This will tell us what I'm selling when. I also have a very specific way that I sell and build out sales quarters. And here's the thing. I give out almost everything in my business. I give anything away for free. There's a lot that I will just give and give and give because you're not paying me for information. You're paying me for customized information based on your lifestyle preferences, based on the way you run around your business. But there are three pieces of information I will not share publicly. One is how I develop product suites. Two is how I sell and how I build launch periods, which is what I'm talking about now. And three, my sale technique, which is how I sell. All of those are behind closed doors, behind a paywall. You can get them in the doers. You can get them in a VIP day. You can get them in a call, but I'm not giving those away for free. Those are my jemmy gem gems, okay? So here, what we do is we build a system in our sales structure where all clients feel heard and we have a service for them. Now, that includes making sure that we're selling our high-priced services, selling our templated services, selling group opportunities, selling low-priced services, selling passive products. But also included in that is selling free services, free products. I have to sell my freebies. I have to sell my podcast. And a lot of people make this mistake. They say, but I made the podcast. Why aren't people listening to it? Because they forgot. They fully forgot. They forgot you had a blog. They forgot you had a freebie. They forgot you had some email opt-in with a great challenge. They forgot you had a podcast. They forgot you had a YouTube. They forgot. You have to sell it. So give free products and services. Give it its own staple part of your calendar so that you can sell those free products and they'll actually work for you. They won't do shit if they don't know about them. We also try to sell a full quarter of services at one time. And you will notice this. You will notice me going really hard with the sales push and backing off. You might even see me going silent. You might see me not posting that much. You might see our social drop off. And that is fully, fully intentional. We have a plan where we will push 75 to 90% in the first month of the quarter. That means all guns blazing, marketing, email, social, 
selling the whole nine yards. The second month is a 30 to 50% push because now we've booked those services. In that first month, I hope to book three to six months of services in one time. And if you're wondering how that's possible, you want to book a VIP day because I got you. But I try to book a one quarter of services at one time. Then in that second month, I'm getting to work. So maybe I'm selling some passive products or maybe I'm selling something that I don't really have to lift too much of a finger because I'm working now. But what's really great is that third month, I don't have to sell anything. I can kind of chill. I can finish and close up the work that I sold two months prior. So I'm probably pushing at 10 to 25% in that third month, depending on how well I sold the first month. There have been months that I sold double what I thought. Like in January, 2022, I sold $126,000 worth of services in one month, which blew my fucking mind. I was like, what's happening here? And I was not really (laughs) that prepared for it. So what I did, since I really only had about 50,000 in sales calculated for January, I took so many sales pushes out of my calendar. I said, I'm cutting my work down. I made enough money. I am not here to be like, wow, 120, that's extra money. No, it's like, just let's just chill. There are times in your life where if you make extra money, you don't have to make more than that you can say, I'm cutting everything out. So I basically looked at my future and said, where's $50,000 of launches that I'm just not doing anymore. And that's why I may have looked like I wasn't working much this year is because that January floated me all the way to July. And I was still working in March and February. Obviously I was working in June a little bit. I took April and June almost fully off. I took August off. I was hardly working this year until Q4 when I came back guns blazing. It is Q4. Well, I'm recording this if you can't tell. But what's really nice about this push of month one of the quarter being 75 to 90%, month two being a 30 to 50% push, and the final month being a 10 to 25% push is that it fully, fully eliminates burnout. Now, I can't promise that for you, but I have not experienced that in my business once. Not once have I felt like I'm way too overloaded. I have to quit for a couple reasons. One, I take a week off every quarter, non-negotiable. I take a week off at the end of January. I take my birthday off, which is in April. I take, I try to take a lot of August off and I take two weeks off at the end of December. So I'm off a lot. (laughs) I take a decent amount of time off. And the reason for that is because I don't want to burn out. I would rather take a week off than the next three years because I don't want to do my business anymore. It's more important to me that I take a break now than overworking myself so much that the break that I need later is that I have to quit. It's not worth it for me personally. So when we are building the sales system, we are building in making sure our high price services, our templated services, our products, our free offers, making sure that everything's kind of given a time within our sales calendar every single quarter. And then we just lather, rinse, repeat. Finally, the last system that I want to talk through is our marketing system. This is the one that everyone's like, how do you do it? What do you do? Oh my gosh, how do you make marketing so easy? I get it, right? That's why I do marketing VIP days where I build the content for you because I know how to do it in 10 minutes. You may not. That's fine. But what we do is we do top-down marketing, which basically starts with long-form anchor content. Okay, if you don't know what anchor content is, you're listening to it. Anchor content would be a blog post, a podcast, a YouTube video, 
a webinar, a really long email, maybe a really long LinkedIn post, maybe, but you're taking this anchor content and just throwing so much information into it. This podcast alone could be for podcasts. I wonder how many of you are listening to the end, right? But this podcast alone is good anchor content. I could take these four and make them into four different Instagram posts. I could make them into four different weeks if I really wanted to. Let's talk more about marketing systems, more about sales systems. I could go even more in depth here, but we take this anchor content and we break it down. This anchor content becomes social media. It becomes email. Those posts and emails, you know, they get shared to other mediums. So those become Pinterest Then broken down even further, that kind of thing gets put into Instagram stories or doers posts or trainings that I want to do. So in essence, this top-down format is saying, here's a lot of information. The things that you guys want to write in captions should be blog posts. If you're like, I need to pour so much value into this blog post, give it one sentence and one post. And if you can make that impactful, that's how you grow on social. You don't grow on social because you have a long carousel and a super long caption because nobody's reading it. The attention span is eight seconds. Like no one's reading it. I love a long caption, but I've also trained my people into liking it. They're also not doing as well anymore. So for me, what I've noticed is long form content is not what lives on Instagram. Long form content is where almost every line becomes something on Instagram, which is incredible because it makes content easy. We have to stop penalizing ourselves into thinking that the hard things in our business are worth it. If it is hard in your business, you are creating suffering and that is your own choice. I have no sympathy for you. If you want to choose the hardest route possible, by all fucking means, go for it. I'm not that bitch. I am a lazy ass entrepreneur. And if you could tell me that I can record one podcast and turn it into 50 Instagram posts, you better fucking know I'm doing that. I am not sitting here and coming up with a phenomenal podcast and a great blog post and a great LinkedIn post and great Instagram. It all comes from the same place. It all comes from this anchor content. That's how we build an entire quarter. We utilize this system to build out marketing strategy for ourselves, for our massive corporate clients. That's how we employ them. That's how we land six-figure clients monthly or quarterly or annually where we're able to get three to six months done because we do top down large anchor content broken up into bite-sized pieces, broken up into really digestible small pieces. For instance, I have a matcha brand that's starting with our marketing division in January for six months, and I have about 50% of the content completed, and we haven't even begun the work together. So when they start with us for email marketing, SMS marketing, and TikTok, I'm going to say to them, hey, we have almost all of it done, completely done. I need you to edit. I need your feedback. But we just have to edit for the next six months and tweak this and add in some, you know, necessary, relevant trend matters. But generally speaking, we're done. And the reason for that is because I'm not overthinking the content. A matcha company needs, if we're doing four emails a month, they need the benefits of matcha, why you choose, you know, matcha over coffee and stores that you can find it. Like, it's so obvious what kind of emails they'll need that I can just make them today, right? I know what TikToks they'll need. I know what kind of SMS messages to send. This allows me to get really fast with content because I don't need to be too conceptual. I can plug and play and I can follow a bit of a formula. 
And the thing is, is that sales and marketing, both of these also happen in Airtable. All of this happens in Airtable, obviously. So we have all of our launches, but outside of that, we also have what emails have to be sent with those launches based on our sale method. Outside of that, if we're sending an email that week, what kind of Instagram posts could roll off of that? And outside of that, what kind of pins do we need to say, hey, come back to this Instagram post, come back to this blog post, come back to this podcast, and boom, our content is done, it's wrapped. So what we have to do more than anything, like I said, is get your processes out of your head and get everything that you know about your business into a digital system. That's why all of our systems, our clients' systems, our sales, marketing, like I said, keeping ourselves organized, we have all of it in Airtable. Now, if you're like, Ashley, you're a wizard. I need this. I completely understand. Okay. And you can turn this off because I am about to sell you. But if you don't want to be sold to, I get that. If you want to hear how I can help you, you can download our Airtable templates. Exactly what I told you I have built. I've trained you in the videos on how to use it. And I show you how to integrate this into your business so that you can do this with yourself. You can do this with the team. You can even pass it to a team member and say, learn Airtable. <laughs> I don't need to know. The other thing that you could do is book a VIP day with me or a strategy intensive with me. We do two per month. They are first come, first serve, and they do book out. I promise you, it's hard to get a spot. If you know that you want one, sign up for it in advance or get the rare lucky spot that's open immediately because it, it doesn't typically happen. We can go through your systems. We can talk through how to use Airtable better, or we can talk about things like your product suite, your pricing, your roadmap, all of those fun things. Finally, if you know that you need someone to build these systems with you and to carry you through the next year so that every system can be implemented properly, because you're like, yeah, I want this system, but I also want the maintenance and I want someone to help build this business with me. I urge you to apply for the round table. In that 12 month span, the first six months of the business are about re-envisioning your foundation, rebuilding that foundation to make it super stable. We're going to dust all the cobwebs. We're going to open up every cabinet. We're going to make sure everything has a home, button it back up, put a label on the box and tuck everything away in this beautifully looking space where everything is organized and gorgeous. Then what we're going to do in the back half of the year with those systems that we have in place, we're going to start getting those to work. And we're going to back half of the year with those back six, we're going to grow on those foundations. There's only limited spots available. I only take a very limited amount of people. I would love to have you if you're interested, apply on the website for either 2023 or 2024. Regardless, I love having you on the podcast. I don't care if you stay listening to me for free and download our freebies in the freebie library, or if you want to check out our resources, or if you just like to hang around my space. I love you. I'm proud of you. And I'm here to help. Hold up. Don't leave quite yet. The good just gets better. I know it might be expensive to hire me for my services, so I've created a free way for you to get all of my best for any question you have. Click the link in the show notes to drop us a voice note, and I promise you I will answer every single one of them on the podcast for free. This has been a Fast Forward production. To learn more about them, check out at The Women Are Speaking on Instagram for more information. Thank you.